Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 494, Crackdown 3 is Done. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me is my bestie. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. And, hey, I have a question for you. Oh, what's when, that? When you say done, do you mean, like, canceled? I guess you're just going to have to wait to find out. I'm on the edge of my seat. Ah, uh, that's the point. <laughs> Clickbait, my friend. Podcast yes. bait. <laughs> uh, Your bait. You can listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube every Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. So, Rob, did you get gaming in this week? Very little. I was down at, well, yes, yes, actually I did. <laughs> but when you ask what kind of gaming, that is uh, a different thing. So I went down to Gen Con for a couple of days and got uh, a lot of steps in, saw a lot of stuff. Uh, it's very cool. And um, outside of all of that, I actually did play a little bit of Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. Okay. I played through China and India. And uh, I didn't do a whole lot with Russia, so I picked that up and I played it. And I did a little experiment based on a conversation that we had a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about my Elite controller and how I had that trouble with it where the, the left thumbstick, the movement stick, was just moving up. So in uh, one of my favorite games, which is uh, Skyforce, yeah. it was reloaded. That's when it started. It would drift it would just drift up and up and up and then it got to the point of where i couldn't even move down so you had suggested that or yeah to do somebody uh, did i think it was you yeah um i suggested that i hook it up and try to do an update on it and also when i hook it up that i use the usb cable so i did that and uh actually what i did is so I, I pulled the battery pack out of my regular controller popped it in there attached it with the cable and there wasn't an update on it, which is surprising because it hasn't been plugged in or used for, wow, I don't know, six months, maybe okay. longer. And I, I would have thought that there was an update, a firmware update on it, but there wasn't. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, I also tried, I'm like, well, let me try to do a thing, see if I can get it to recalibrate because I tried doing that before and I could never get the calibration done. It's almost like the firmware update must happen. It has to update the firmware somehow for it to recalibrate. And, you know, I was, I was anticipating getting calibration or something, you know, leaving it on a table, not holding it in my hands, not moving it because uh, that can supposedly cause issues or whatnot. Right. And, but it didn't do it. So I guess it doesn't, doesn't matter. So then uh, I unplugged it. Well, actually, so I was navigating through the menus and I noticed it wasn't drifting up or anything like that. So I unplugged the USB cable and then I had to repair the controller to the Xbox because I guess, uh, you know, it lost the pairing or whatnot. Okay. And um, I proceeded to uh, play a little bit with it and, and it's fine. Huh. So... I'm pleasantly surprised, I guess, is, is the best way to put it. I'm happy that it's working again. 
Uh, it, it is a nice controller. I was a little bitter about it having its issues, but and I was so I was wondering. I'm like, well, what could have caused it to do that drifting? Is it a battery thing? Maybe the batteries were getting low, and that's why it was doing. I mean, I don't recall the batteries being low, and I don't think I switched them out. But the new battery pack that I put in there, it's one of those rechargeables. It's full. So, I don't know. It's a big shoulder shrug to me, what was going on. But I'm happy that it's working, and I'm hoping that it doesn't go back to its naughty behavior. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, if anything changes, I'll make sure to mention it. And just so you know, Rob, there's a comment yeah. in the chat about your empty shelves behind you. So. I'm, I'm saying yeah. I said, hey, he's still moving in. Uh, he, he'll probably fill them with board games in the future because he's got yeah. a bajillion of them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Right now they're holding a lot of air because uh, all of my games are still in moving boxes. They're good, they're going to be like the last thing. Yeah, that gets unpacked. Well, I mean, there, there's some that are unpacked downstairs, but uh, this all this stuff here is like overflow. <laughs> <laughs> So it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Yes. But, yes. It'll happen in the next uh, couple weeks for sure. So the Assassin's Creed Chronicles, I started playing the China one. And okay. Yeah. Um, I actually was enjoying it and I need to go back to that. But how, how did you enjoy that series of that side scrolling Assassin's Creed? I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I think all of them are really, really well done. I like the side scrolling so I, I i like side scrolling you know shooters whatever you want to call it um you know it's sort of like uh oh man i'm trying to blank <laughs> i shadow complex yes yes so i always the first thing that pops into my head my head when i try to think of that name is a music group <laughs> and uh, i'm like no that's not that that's not the game. That's not the game. What is it? So, you know, like Shadow Complex. It was a lot of fun for me. This is uh, along the similar vein where, you know, it's side-scrolling and there's a forward and back movement. Did you, I don't remember if China had that. Yes, it does. I, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's you'll fun. be, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll go left and right, you know, up, down on the screen and then all of a sudden there's like some walkway that goes back. So right. all of a sudden, you know, like, or a wire or something. And he like runs back. And now the whole playing field kind of shifts a little bit. Or he goes inside, you know, the character goes inside a building. And it's done really well. If you like games that have, you know, like a pretty cool stealth aspect to them. So when you played, did you play stealthy or no? no. No, no, it parts, I think, because so I, it, it. oh, I love to Rambo it, but <laughs> I haven't finished China. So I guess, and we got a question here. Are the, are the games short? Like, do you know how many hours it took you to complete one of them or on average what they, I mean, it's not a, you know, 20 hour game. That's for sure. But, um, yeah, I'd say it's probably at least and here. I'm guessing. Cause I, I really don't remember. Cause I played it over such a long time, but I'd say you get at least five hours of gameplay. Okay. Yeah. And I know I got all three of them like free cause they were all given out, I think for games with gold 
at one point. I think that's how I got them. But so. I'm gonna ask the internet to see. <laughs> All right. How long? How long it is? So, like China, looks like they're saying the main story on average is about six hours. If you okay. do the main story and extras, it's about nine and a half. And if you're a completionist, it's <laughs> seventeen and a half hours. There you go. So that's that's kind of crazy. That's yeah. single player, which I mean, the whole thing's single player, right? So it's, it's actually kind of neat. This website, howlongtobeat.com. <laughs> There's a plug. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Did you play anything else? Um, yeah, just the usual mobile games, <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't I don't think anything else. My list of mobile games is growing. Yes, <laughs> I don't know yes, what's going is. on. Um, but I did play, I played Clash Royale, uh, Trivia Crack, um, and the new one to the list is Bricks and Balls. And I'm addicted to this stupid thing. <laughs> if you, That's you remember, like all of them, though. Do you remember Breakout, Rob? Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. You got, it's kind of like that. So you got all these bricks, but the bricks... And you, and you shoot, and all it is is you're just aiming. So think of Peggle, where you're just aiming where you want the ball to go. But it's like a, it's like 50 balls. And so they all launch, and they follow the same path. And then as they bounce off different bricks, you know, they the pattern will change depending on the angles. And each brick will need, like, to be hit so many times to clear it. Is that the numbers on them? Yes, yes. Um, and I, I don't, (laughs) yeah, it's tricky. Um, I'm up to, I'm on, I'm on level 124 and I cannot get past that one. Um, of course they have the little like power ups that you can earn or pay for, and I'm not going to get suckered into that, but it's a real addicting game and it's really fun. And I just keep sitting there and playing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. Also, I did play Gems of War and Fallout Shelter on the Xbox, um, and I've played uh, some more Destiny 2. Uh, so I didn't know, they have a new, I forgot what it's called, but there's like a new new missions or this new thing in the game. So it got an update just recently, and when I went back to the tower and in the game, there's like this new statue and there's all these new missions that you can do. And what it does is like you go up to the statue and you check in essentially there and you get like all these new green armor sets. And I'm like, well these are all like level 200. I'm like a level 350. Why would I put these on? And then I was talking to people. I was talking to Democulus, our good buddy Democulus. And I saw him playing the other day, so I popped in a party and said, hey, let's get together. And and I asked him, he was like, oh, I'm grinding out this armor stuff. And I was like, what, the green ones? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, what is this? Like, I don't understand. Why would you put this on? So what it is is if you grind all this out, so each of those, you got to put them all on. So it, it does lower your armor. But if you're like a level like I was, a 350, then you still have your weapons that are high higher up but you have to go through and do and you'll, you'll see on the armor sets they have like complete this mission and and get so many arc orbs and there's these different like three different things you got to do and once you do that on on all of them like when you meet all the requirements it'll upgrade that to blue 
and then you got to do it again. Like, you know, so you are grinding, but eventually I guess you can get it up to, and I don't know if it's all the way to exotic. Um, I don't know. Uh, but supposedly if you go through and do all this, you will have the ability basically to get to level 400 light level. So it is a grind and that's kind of where I, you know, what we were doing on, uh, uh, this week, but it's fun. I, it was, it was a challenge and it's like, Oh boy, I need some help, you know, because it's, you know, the enemies aren't going to drop down, <laughs> but, uh, your light level does go down and, uh, it does change the gameplay a bit, but, uh, I, I'm enjoying it and hopefully I'll be able to grind out through all this to get that done. I think it will be fun. Um, and then I also, I was holding out on Far Cry 5 uh, DLC, um, I think it's called Lost on Mars, and I was holding out because I've been waiting for two different people wanting to play with me, but um, uh, Jonathan is, he's been busy and he's now like, uh, I think it's on business or maybe vacation, but he's like out of the country for a while. Um, and then uh, my other partner, Comrade, has been super busy working. So, you know, I decided, all right, I'm going to go ahead and play this. And I did play through it. I had a lot of fun with this Lost on Mars DLC. I enjoyed the Vietnam one that they put out, but this one was a lot better. You can actually do the whole thing in one run. Um, now, you can get all the achievements. All the achievements are pretty much tied into the game. So if you do everything, uh, you don't have to do the... Um, there's some Clutch Nixon events those you can skip you don't have to do them at all unless you want to um they don't benefit you in any way to do them um but the only achievement that you kind of got to get before you finish the game there's one on collecting notes so it's like this doctor left these 28 notes laying around so if you don't find all of them before you go to the final mission then and if you go do the final mission you're gonna have to play a new game to go get them so uh, I did, so I got down to that and I had like 17, I was missing like 11 of them. So I just jumped on a YouTube real quick and followed somebody and they, they, you know, I went and got them all. Um, that way you get that achievement and then you can finish the game. Uh, the game was, I thought it was pretty fun. You know, it's, it's Far Cry. So you're still doing like the missions and doing this, but you're on Mars, you're fighting arachnids, there's gravity. So you get like, you know, you got, you can jump higher and kind of fall you get these wings so you can jump up or you got a, like a not wings but uh like a hover jet like a jet pack so you can jump up and then you can uh tap b and you'll actually hover in the air so you can shoot at the arachnids and kind of move around while you're hovering it's timed you know and it's got to recharge but it's it's a fun neat little new mechanic so i really enjoyed it um and i think that was it so that's all i did this week a lot of mobile. I need to get off the mobile games. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, you can support us on Patreon by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. Um, and doing this, uh, this is allows you, this is where you go and sign up and uh, basically uh, support the show monetarily uh, each and every month. You can set whatever level you want to do each month. Um, and if you do, uh, you can do as little as a dollar. And that doing that, becoming a patron, will get you access to our bonus shows, um, and which release on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, and you can also, if you want to do a one-time tip, you can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. 
And please be sure to subscribe to our channels on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. All right, so let's get into it, Rob. So right. GTA Online, this is not something that you and I spend much time talking about. No, no. Neither one of us is really big into the GTA, but the, the After Hours update for GTA Online was released on July 24th. Um, and it features the night the nightlife in Los uh, Los Santos, and the return of GTA Four character Tony Prince, aka Gay Tony, from the expansion The Ballad of Gay Tony from Grand Theft Auto Four. And I just thought I'd run through this real quick just to let people know what what stuff is coming in or what is in this release. So there's a uh, a new online only radio station called Los. Los, Los Santos Underground Radio, or LS-UR, uh, which became available on July 31st. And it features a new, featuring a new DJ mix following each DJ residency debut. There's dancing gameplay, in-club minigames, there's a free mode. Uh, it says business battles, club management mission, and more. You get an expanded garage. Seven new vehicles. Uh, including the Dinka Jester Classic, uh, the Ocelot Swinger, Mammoth Patriot Stretch, Festival Bus, the MTL Pounder Custom, the Mayabatsu Mule Custom, and the Vapid Speedo Custom. There's new clothing, additional modes, the ability to consolidate all existing criminal business under one roof using your nightclub. Um, and if you log in between June 25th and July 2nd, if you logged in between those days, you will continue to receive guest list bonuses. Uh, GTA, $350,000 and a, a T-shirt, 40% discount on the custom, uh, oh, the Mayabatsu my, my Meal custom and the MTL Pounder. 40% uh, off upgrades. There's some exclusive stuff as well. And, uh, uh, yeah, so... That's the After Hours um, update for GTA Online. So I, I know mm -hmm. a lot of people play this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't this like the biggest online game or one of them? It, it, yeah, it's like outside of the MOBAs even, right? Yeah, this thing's huge, man. They, yeah. they, they've sold, I think, over 80 million copies of the game. Wow. It, it's insane. Like... <laughs> But so yeah, they continue to update. And this game is what this came out years ago. Like they're still continuing to put updates out on this thing. That's another crazy aspect to this game. Let's see if I can if they list that here in the article. I don't think they do, but it seems to me this game's been out for like what four or five years now. At least <laughs> it's been a while. So. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right, so for all you GTA fans out there, new update. Um, we also, this we didn't get to talk about this last week because there was no, uh, like, nobody was publishing what was happening on Game Pass. And I was beginning to wonder, like, um, what's happening with Game Pass? Are we not getting games in August? Because they always talked about ahead of time, like, um, what what's coming out. But they waited until August 1st to release the list. So, in Game Pass, 
Um, Hitman Season 1 is in, in Game Pass. Uh, Ruiner Rise, Son of Rome, which is a great game. This was a release title. Um, I loved this game. This was so fun. If, if you didn't get this, it's now free. Okay, it's included in Game Pass. Sorry, it's not free. Um, it is included in Game Pass. I'm trying to, you know, I'm sorry. I pay for Game Pass, so anything that just pops yeah. into me is free. But um, Dead Rising 2, uh, Dandara, the, Escape, uh, the Escapists, The Walking Dead, and Connect Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure. These are all new to uh, Game Pass this month. So more new stuff to play. Yeah. Man, it kills me to see Hitman in there because I actually wasted my money on that. Yeah, same here. I'd only been patient another year. <laughs> well, it seems to be a common theme. So, but uh, good, good things come to those who wait. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So let me do one more, and then I want to jump over sure. to you for a few. So, do you play? Are you big into the Dead or Alive games? Those fighting Not games? All. Not no. at all. Nope. That's like the only series that I like, and I'm not a. I'm not into the fighting, but the dead are alive. And I think it's more of nostalgia because uh, back when I had my original Xbox, my wife and I would sit down and play that. I was trying to get her into playing the games, and that's one that she would play for some reason. And all she did, she didn't know what she was doing. And, of course, neither did I. I'm, I'm not good into all the button combos and stuff, but she would kick my butt every time we played. <laughs> so, of course, she likes it. It's like, yeah, let's play. I'll, be, I'll beat you at that. Um, but Dead or Alive 6, which I didn't know if was they were done with the series after the last one because it was called Last Round. But uh, Dead or Alive 6 is coming out, and I guess they have uh, revealed two new fighters for the game. The uh, brand-new fighter, Diego, is going to be one of them, and returning DOA5 antagonist Rig um, have been uh, basically announced in the new trailer. So, so we're getting new characters and stuff, which is kind of cool. The game, uh, let's see, did they say when this is coming? It's slated for release in early 2019. Uh, this will be coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, via Steam. So those are the platforms. But uh, I don't know if I'll get this one. The last one, it's kind of frustrating because they had, you know, it's basically like almost like clothing for your characters. You, they got all these packs of buying all these clothes and costumes. It's, there's probably a... There's got to be over a thousand different costumes in this game. Probably many more than even that. Uh, it's just insane, and the and it's like you'll buy. They have costume packs that cost like ninety two dollars, or I think it's ninety two bucks, and they have numerous of those. It's just like wow. Probably cost you a thousand dollars just to have every, all the content from the game. So, but Dead or Alive Six is uh, coming early next year talk more about that as it arrives all right rob why don't you give us something that you've got before i sure absolutely so this is kind of interesting and a little uh you know so social media ish of xbox slash microsoft and that's that uh they're going to be running a monthly screenshot contest okay. interesting especially like they did all that social media stuff with Xbox Insider. Okay. That's the name that's the name of that show, right? Inside Xbox. Inside Xbox, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, wait. Insiders, the program. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're in the Xbox Insiders. Yes. Yes. But you're not on Inside Xbox. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, one big part of the, you know, I'll call it the monthly show or approximately monthly show is that uh, they had those two people that were doing all the social media stuff. And I thought this was a very annoying part of the show because I just wanted to see, you know, all the different, you know, the interviews and stuff like that. And then they're going through and giving out prizes and stuff like that. Oh, how boring, especially when I'm not winning the prize. Anyway, so what they're, what they're going to be doing is uh, there's going to be uh, a certain theme of sorts so i guess for this month the theme is going to be architecture and you basically you know go you know play your games or whatnot and if you see something that has some you know pretty cool architecture you take a snapshot of it and what they want you to do is to share it and there were two hashtags to use. What the heck were they? I don't see them now. So no, um, use Xbox shot and contest hashtags. Okay. Yeah. So um, right now for this month, the prize is a Samsung monitor. Ooh. So it's a thirty-two. It's a thirty-two inch four K UHD gaming monitor oh nice now that that's a nice prize <laughs> yeah isn't it? i might have to take a few screenshots <laughs> yeah so they want yeah basically you know start capturing some capturing some pictures you know it's like what kind of stuff has some really impressive architecture maybe rise right no, oh i bet you could do like assassin's creed or um, yeah. What's that Sim City like builder game? I forgot. I Cities. got it. Cities Skyline. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. You know that that might have something in it once you get your city all built up. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Absolutely. Although I don't know how much detail it has. Like if you zoom in or something. I don't know. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed definitely, and um, you know anything where you're scaling the buildings. Maybe some Wolfenstein. Definitely not Doom. <laughs> Poor color palette Doom. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, not overcooked. But, uh, yeah, currently the deadline for August is August 27th. So I probably can't take screenshots at Gems of War. You could. <laughs> you probably won't win. Probably won't win. Bummer. Definitely could. You could post it. Uh, cool. So that's kind of neat, sort of. And then, um, let's see, what was the other thing? That was, oh, yeah. So they added to the Insider program a, uh, what, the skip ahead, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you could have, you know, like the regular release track, the what they called it uh, alpha for a while. I haven't yeah. looked at the thing and I haven't paid attention to it <laughs> in a long time. Just, I just look, am I at the top one? Yes. That's the one I want to be. Cause I like pain of sorts. So, uh, there was, uh, something that was mentioned by a program manager, an Xbox program manager, 
about the skip ahead. And the um, person said, so uh, what have our skip ahead insiders been doing since the ring launched and began receiving early builds? Well, they've been keeping busy. In fact, since launching the alpha skip ahead ring, we've seen a great deal of response, including quest and survey completion and bug reports that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. Very soon, we'll start moving alpha skip ahead users to a new set of builds planned for 2019. Hmm. We can't wait to receive early feedback on the platform as always. We appreciate your enthusiasm and dedication to helping us make Xbox products and services even better. So, as part of the Insider Program, the participants normally are a couple of weeks ahead. Would you say that that's a fair statement? Um, I would say they're the alpha ring is usually a month or two ahead. Yeah. And when I say a couple of weeks, I don't mean like one yeah. or two weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, six to eight weeks. Uh, that's a that's a good amount. Yeah. But for stuff that's six months, twenty nineteen. <laughs> that's scary. That's a bit. That is scary. And you might want to think twice. <laughs> <if you laughs> wanna, yeah. If you want to join that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they, they've been pretty good lately. I mean, there hasn't been anything horrendous in the past, I'd say, year. And that whole issue that they had with the store a while back, I don't know if I'd count that as being something terrible. Because at least you could still play, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to risk. Uh, I wouldn't want to ri- I pulled my boxes out of, of it because, you know, I got... I just want them to work. I want the final builds. I really don't necessarily want to be a beta tester. You know, if I had a box that I didn't, you know, I got plenty of them. I mean, I really should do it. But, you know, the when I'm sitting here at home at night, I don't want to be like, oh, there's an update. Or, you know, oh, this doesn't work because, you know, you're on this preview beta. I just don't want to have a beta. I want to just pick it up and play. You know, I I love that there's so many people testing and reporting back. That is awesome. And my hat's off to everybody that does it. I just, you know, and I'll go back and forth. I'll bounce in. And then it's like, this one wasn't bad. I've had some bad preview programs before with Xbox. It was just like, oh, you broke it. Yeah. Like in the 360 days, it was just like, you broke it. And the Xbox one, I would say has been pretty good with their preview and their, their insider program. It hasn't really you know, the stuff that's been buggy hasn't been, like, game-breaking or you can't talk to your friends or you can't connect with them. But, you know, it was just like, yeah, I am just would rather just get the final build. I really don't need it ahead of time. So, yeah. All right. Well, Rob, the, anything else on that? No. All right. So this next one really surprised me because, I, you know, what's your opinion of Mass Effect? It's okay. Well, I'm sorry. Let me, I got to rephrase that because that's not what I meant. Hey, everybody. We're, we're back for part two. Uh, Part two. Yeah. Wasn't my kids. I I didn't think it would be the streaming because I have a gigabit internet here, but um, 
Looks like my uh, PC just decided to take a dump. So I hope we'll get everybody back. Uh, sorry about that. For those that you were watching and we just disappeared. So we are back. Um, so anyways, I was talking to you, Rob. And uh, hey, there's Blake. Hi, Blake. <laughs> Nappy time. Yep. So, all right. So I was talking about before my computer decided just to crap all over itself that Ma Mass Effect Andromeda was pretty much a commercial letdown. Uh, people really didn't like it, yeah, yeah. including me. And Mass uh, uh, EA or Bio, or I, I thought it was, I probably was EA, basically kind of said they're pulling back. They're, they're you know, this is kind of going to get shelved. Well, it looks like BioWare is actually still working um, on Mass Effect. So they have confirmed that while they are hard at work on the upcoming Anthem, there are still teams working on Mass Effect and Dragon Age. So, you know, this, and I figured Dragon Age was still being worked, but I was really surprised to hear that uh, Mass Effect is still, there's a team working on it. Now, I don't know, you know, maybe they're going to release a DLC or something for Andromeda. I don't know if that means they're going to work on a revamping the game, uh, if they're doing an Andromeda 2, but I was surprised by this. And honestly, you know, I love the first, I love the trilogy, but I was not a fan of Andromeda. I played it. I didn't really care for it. And I got to say, because, because of Andromeda, I really have no interest in a new Mass Effect. Um, what do you think? What's your thoughts? I think that's a lot of people's sentiment. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope. Uh, okay, let's. I guess we'll see what happens and what they're going to do with it. I don't know. My interest in a in a Mass Effect game at this point is waned yeah. seriously. You know, that's the thing because you know the Mass Effect series was so highly regarded. Yeah, you know, it's supposed to be a trilogy. That was my understanding, right? I don't know if they ever stated that. I think I know Ias made the assumption okay. because of the first game was a trilogy. So, you know, I know this was a new one. I thought they were were planning that, but you know, who knows what they're doing with it now. Right, right. So, you know, let's let's say it was, and then they came out with this Andromeda game, and everybody's like, "Oh, another one that's awesome!" You know, what a great surprise or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then it sucks. Yeah, Bad. It was, it was yeah. It, it, it just wasn't as good. You know, that's like going to your favorite restaurant, going to have your meal, and it's terrible. It's like, do you want to come back? Probably. It, I, I it, think it's, most people would. It, I don't know. I, you know, uh, they're going to have to seriously do some work to get me back onto a new Mass Effect. Uh, I, I don't believe I would buy it day one. I would, I would wait around to see what the reviews are and what people thought of it. But you know, I'm no longer a day one Mass Effect uh, customer, so to speak. All right. So we'll see. We'll keep you guys updated on that. This one, all right, so now this is going to make this story, again, we are really diving into some stuff we just normally don't talk about. FIFA 19 is getting a survival mode. Um, Rob and I aren't mm. into the sports games. We certainly don't play FIFA, but I know there's a lot of people that listen to this show that are huge FIFA fans and love soccer. Oh, yeah. But uh, FIFA 19 will add a local-only house rules option 
to its kickoff exhibition mode, including a survival game type. Part of a wide range of additions to the game's local play options, house rules are a, dead, a decidedly sillier take on the football than we're used to from the simulation-focused franchise, and survival is definitely the silliest. Um, so the mode is simple. Every time a player scores a goal, a random member of their team, excluding the goalkeeper, is sent off the pitch. In a lovely touch, commentary has even been added that reflects the mode. Um, other house rules include long range. Goals count for two if scored from outside the box. Headers and volleys. All goals other than those from headers and volleys are disallowed. First two, the game has a goal limit with, with whoever hits it first winning. And no rules. All fouls and offsides are ignored. All the house rule sets will only be available offline, presumably to stop from dividing the player base online. But so, you know, that actually sounds like some fun, you know, offline gaming. And uh, I think it'll be me met with, uh, with, with uh, happiness from the FIFA community. I think that's uh, pretty cool. All right. Now, Rob, you asked me a question at the beginning of the show. When yes. the title of us is Crackdown 3 is done. So your question was, is the game done? Like ready is to ship? Canceled? Or is the game done? Yeah, as in canceled. Uh, the game is not canceled. Woohoo! But, <laughs> but, you know, Crackdown 3 has been delayed and delayed and delayed. And the story at this point is that the developer Sumo Digital is apparently very nearly done developing the core of Crackdown 3. Um, the managing director, Paul Porter, said as much in a recent interview. Uh, a fan of the original Crackdown, Porter also said he's keen to avoid Crackdown 2's failings. He said, my experience at Crackdown is probably similar to a lot of other people's. I played the first one, Death, played it in co-op, collected all the orbs. After a couple hours of playing Crackdown 2, I wanted to throw my controller at the TV and I was really quite sad. That's definitely not the route that's been taken with Crackdown 3. But basically, the game is pretty much done, and what they're really working on now is just polishing it up. That's this final delay. And according to, I believe it was Phil Spencer? Somebody from Microsoft stated that this game will not be delayed again. It is coming out. I think it's scheduled now. It was uh, 2019, early 2019. I don't believe we have an actual date can't remember if it's that famous February 22nd. Um, oh, yeah, it will be released February 2019. So, uh, And there's a lot of stuff coming out in February, I know, like Anthem. So it might not be the best time to ship it, but uh, it's they're saying it's going to ship, and right now they are doing polishing. So we shall see. I'm glad to hear that the game is pretty much done, and this delays to polish it in that I want that. I want this game to be great. I want it to be, you know, absolutely everything it can be. So, and yes, we're live. <laughs> Someone was asking, is this live? Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, it, we're live when the PC's working. Um, anyways, yeah, exactly. so this is part two. All right. But that, that ends what I had for our stories. And uh, we've got the rest of the show. It's all about the community. We got two giveaways to do, and um, let's see. We're gonna do that. And the so let me let me get my voicemails up. Shh, shh, shh. Gonna find where that went. 
All right, in here. So what we've got going on is we talked about the last two weeks. We're giving away two items. So the first one is going to be an Amazon UK gift card worth 25 pounds and 53 pence. And we asked for voicemails. And um, Rob, we won't even have to do a random number generator on this one. Okay. Okay, because we only got one <laughs> voicemail in for this one. Um, which surprises me. Usually our, our listeners in Europe, we usually get several, but, uh, so that kind of gives away the, uh, the winner. But if you would pull up random number generator, I'm going to have you randomly generate a number because we have several voicemails for the $60 gift card. But, uh, here we go. Here's our first mail. This, uh, is our winner of the Amazon UK gift card. And, uh, I'll get that out to you, uh, tonight to directly to your xbox live account i'll send you that code but here we go hi txl it's phil here gamertag fizzbop uh just leaving you a voicemail for your uk giveaway and uh you wanted to know what games you're looking forward to most in 2018 i think i'm looking forward to forza horizon 4 mostly um also looking forward to life is strange 2 and Strange Brigade looks quite interesting. I'm also looking forward to The Crew 2, which I know is out, but I haven't bought yet because I've been playing uh, Need, for Need for Speed Payback, which is um, now free on EA Access, and been thoroughly enjoying that. Um, fun to play. Um, Forza Horizon could learn a lot from the gameplay in that. Uh, finished it this early this week to... Um, for all the gamers score so I don't want to start uh, the crew 2 yet because I want to, don't want to play two racing games together uh, give it a bit of time in between so I have been playing a few other things in between I've been playing Gora Goa I think it's pronounced which is a very um, very well done puzzle game uh, quite mind bending um, it's quite short uh, but worth the money, um, well worth playing. Uh, playing Gems of War, of course. I did try Death Squared, but couldn't get on with that at all. I bought Super Blackjack Battle 2 Turbo Edition, which is okay, but not, not really worth the money, even at the price it is. And I've also been playing the game Abzu, which is on Game Pass. Um, it's a diving underwater game uh, where you explore, explore the seabed and stuff. I'm really well done, really surprised. I didn't I looked at it before briefly and thought the graphics were a bit blocky, but in actual fact it's really well done. Completely family orientated game, thoroughly recommended for free. Uh love the show as always. Um and um thanks a lot. See ya. Alright, so congratulations, Fizzpop. Uh, we'll get that out. To, I'll get that out to you right after the show today. I probably better write this down somewhere. <laughs> so, UK to Fizz Pop. All right. Now we're going to move into the voicemails we got for the $60 Xbox gift card. And again, we were asking people just to send, send us your voicemails, uh, mainly just looking for what's your most anticipated game of 2018. So I'm going to just, we're going to play all through them. So I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We got nine of these, Rob. I still can't believe we didn't okay. get more. I, you know, we're giving away 60 bucks for a quick voicemail. So 
Um, I'm surprised we only got nine. We have a lot of more people to listen to the show, but right, right. I don't know. Maybe we got to give away an Xbox or something to get people to <laughs> send a voicemail. But anyway, so you can randomly generate your numbers, and uh, and then I'll, I'm just going to go. It, they're in, in my order, so I'll just count down when you give me that, but we'll do that at the end. So here comes the first one. Uh, this is from Bloodthirsty. What up, fellas? This is John Q, a.k.a. Bloodthirsty. I'm officially submitting my name for the Xbox gift card. Um, as far as the most anticipated game that I'm looking forward to for 2019, it is Crackdown 3. Um, I, I just really want the game to be done. I want the game to come out already. I'm tired of the waiting. I'm tired of all the... You know, the crap this game gets on news. I just want it out, good or bad. I, I just want it to come out. So, uh, thanks for your podcast, guys. Uh, love it. Good good work out there. And keep them coming. Thanks. Bye. All right. Crack down. I think we found our winner, Rob. No, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, next one is from Game Guy 2006. Hey guys, uh, Game Guy 2006 here. I'm going to be entered into that drawing that your guy's doing, not the British one, but the other one. And uh, I'm very excited to see what Call of Duty and Battlefield will do for Battle Royale, but I'm most excited about uh, Forza Horizon 4. I want to see what that, that game is going to be all about this year. Uh, anyway, keep up the good work. I really appreciate all y'all are doing, and I enjoy listening to y'all's podcast. Thank you. And now we got Grug. G'day, fellas. This is Alex, Gamertag Grug from Australia. I'm putting in an entry for the US gift card for the most anticipated game for 2018. Uh, my choice is either between Just Cause 4, I'm just about finished Just Cause 3, love those games, and Forza Horizon 4. Can't get enough of Forza. Great show, guys. Thanks. Bye. All right. Here we go. It's our next one. It's uh, from Im Imperial. Hope I get that right. Hello, this is Xbox Life. Um, I'm just here to talk about the upcoming games that I'm really looking forward to in 2018. Or one upcoming game, I should say, for the $60 Xbox gift card. And that game is going to have to be uh, right Ashen. Um, that game looks so fun, man. <laughs> it's going to be on Xbox One PC. And I'm looking forward to it. It looks like a mix of uh, Dark Souls and, I don't know, The Witcher or Skyrim. Like, a just mix, a mixture of all of them. Um, I read online that they're going to have, like, an online passive multiplayer um, experience you can do. It's going to be really cool to see how they do that. Because in Dark Souls, it was a bit clunky. Um, hopefully they can fix that. That'll be great. Um, I'm also wondering if they're going to have, um, like, a like more than one mode like you know like a, an arena mode or um or just like strictly solo or not solo um story more like dark souls um i don't know it's gonna be really interesting to see i'm really looking forward to it i've been a fan of dark souls for a while and yeah thanks for listening all right next one's from jesus walks a lot hey txl jesus walks a lot here from the horrible gamers podcast i'm calling for the contest you guys are giving away money or something like that i mean 
okay. I, you guys are crazy, but okay. <laughs> giving away money. Uh, I want to, I guess I'm here to say what my most anticipated game of the fall is. And that is going to be Hitman 2. I'm excited to see what IO Interactive does with the game now that they're no longer part of Square Enix. And now that they're going to release the game all at once. I wonder if they had enough time to actually work on a full game. Uh, last year, they kept releasing it in an ep- episodic, you know, like every three months, every two months. Uh, and I wonder if they're going to bring back the elusive targets because those were pretty cool. And uh, yeah, if you haven't played Hitman, the last one they made, it's now available on Game Pass, so go check it out. It's an incredible game. It looks beautiful. It, it's insane looking. And it's so much fun when you figure out the maps and the different things you can do with it. Uh, but I want to know uh, what your guys' most anticipated games are for this fall. I mean, Call of Duty's coming out. Battlefield Five is coming out. They're going to have Battle Royale. Um a lot of Battle Royale games are coming out as well, like H1Z1, Realm Royale from Paladins. Lots of games coming out this fall. Red Dead Redemption 2, Tomb Raider. Let me know what your most anticipated games are, guys. Uh, take it easy, TXO. Bye. All right. So first of all, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to uh, disqualify Jesus because he pimped out his own show. <laughs> so he's automatically rejected. <laughs> <clears throat> no, he he's cool. Uh, he's, he, we'll keep him in. But uh, I gotta say, my most anticipated what I'm looking forward to this month is Strange Brigade. Comes out at the end of the month. I've really been excited for that game. I'm looking forward to uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and I, I think that's pretty much it for this year. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, next year Crackdown Three and Anthem. Um, so I can't really think of anything else that I'm super stoked for. I mean, Horizon 4, yeah, that'll be nice. But, you know, I feel like it's more of the same. So, but we shall see. And I, I think our next voicemail might might have differ from what I just said. So let's see. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Kristoff. Uh, just trying to get in before the wire here for the Xbox gift card competition. Uh, looking for our favorite games. Uh, we're looking forward to for 2018. Um, anybody who knows me already knows this answer. Wing, you probably already know it, but, uh, definitely Forza Horizon 4. Um, I'm super excited for that game. Just the changes it looks like they're going to make. Um, old school racing fans. Um, I know we have a couple in the, uh, TXL group that we used to race with back on, uh, Test Drive Unlimited and Test Drive Unlimited 2. Um, they had some cool features in that game, like garages that you could uh, navigate around in first person and actually look at your collection. And with the rumors that are flying around that Forza Horizon is now going to have uh, houses you can buy, I'm holding out hope that that feature is in there. Just a silly little thing, but it, it added that much more immersiveness into the game, I guess, to actually be able to walk through and see your collection of vehicles. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then, of course, the seasons that change, uh, you know, how you play the game, whether it's snow or mud or things like that. And the gorgeous game. That's definitely my number one pick. So looking forward to that. Uh, thanks, guys. Keep up the great show. We'll talk to you later. Also, Red Dead Redemption 2. All right. Um, actually, Rob, I whatever number I told you, reduce it by one because this next person actually is ineligible because he won the UK contest, but I'm going to play his voicemail anyways. Uh, so here's Fizz Pop again. Hi, TXL. Thought I'd send you another voicemail for the Xbox gift card giveaway this time. 
just wanted to say that I've just listened to the show before last where you discussed the Daily Star article on age-appropriate gaming. First of all, I will say that the Daily Star is very tabloidy in the UK and uh, most of these articles in there may be biased, but take them with a pinch of salt. However, I did think that your discussion was very well done and well thought out with some sensible comments. So uh, well done on that. And in the most recent show, I was mortified at your comments about Train Sim World. <laughs> I bought and played the first Train Sim game, which I think is uh, maybe only out in the UK. I'm not entirely sure. It's called, um, I think it's the Founders Edition, which I thought was quite well done. Enjoyed playing it. It did get uh, dull quite quickly, but it was interesting to learn how to drive a train, which I had no idea how that was done. And also good to see some of the stations and tracks with which I'm a bit familiar in the UK, having travelled that line a few times. It goes from Paddington uh, westwards towards Reading and um, a few branch lines off from here and there. One annoying thing is that it seems to be that if you've bought Trains in World Founders Edition, um, in the new edition, which I think includes some track from the US, um, I think that Founders Edition is included in that, but you cannot upgrade from the Founders Edition to the new edition, um, which is a bit annoying. I may have got this wrong. Not sure. I've got a couple of queries that somebody may be able to help me with. My Xbox One X is turning off completely, even if I just turn it off and put it into standby mode after about eight hours. The thing is turned off completely and won't fast start. And when you start it up, it comes up with the um, chip logo thing spinning, the green thing um, takes a few seconds to start up. No idea why this is happening. Any ideas? I think I've got all the settings set correctly for um, fast start mode, etc, etc. One other quick query for the Gems of War experts, that might be you Mark. When I play, I played loads of games and some of the games have a wall at the bottom that has a countdown. Still can't work out what that's for. Any ideas? Anyway, thanks a lot. Love the show. See ya. All right. So, Rob, on his first question about... Sorry about Train Sim World, by the way. <laughs> I hope I didn't insult anybody. <laughs> but uh, uh, the question about his Xbox, um, even though he's got it in the fast start, it's shutting down all the way. you have any ideas on that? Have you seen anything? No. No. I'm, Fizzpop, I'm going to look up and see. I did not get a chance to do this ahead of time. Um but uh, I'm actually going to see if I can find out anything for you, um, and I'll get back to so, you. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's when he shuts down and then brings it back up. That you know you have to go through that the whole startup boot screen process, yeah, yeah the, the green screen and all. That's a drag. Yeah. Even though sometimes I think that's almost better. You get the it. It just your box works better. And staying in fast yeah. start because of the hibernation mode. Uh, so I'm gonna actually look this one up and see if there's an because it's there might be like two different options 
um, in there because it seems to me there's something about shutting it down after a certain amount of time and then of course the fast start but I would think that it would shut down if you left your box on and it's, I would think it would still fast start um, but I'll see if I can find anything for you and uh, I'll let you know second question uh, I do not have an answer for that on Gems of War there is, there is things that like there's been times where I'll attack by using the skulls and it like it it doesn't actually attack them. It's like they've got some defense against it. And I'm like, where's the visual on the screen to let me know that they've done something? Um, I've seen that same counter at the bottom, and I'm not exactly sure what that's for. I think it's usually like purplish and it's counting down. Um, I that's something I need to dig into. And I'll bet you uh, uh, Warlord Mars would know would know that answer because he's like probably got a thousand hours in that game so i might have to reach out to him and ask i every time i see him on or i'm in a group i forget to ask him that question because i get the same thing so um, i'll see I, that's two questions man fizz pop you're putting me to work so um i mean we gave you money in the amazon and <laughs> now you're putting me to work <laughs> but about time I'm going to do it for you because I care. I appreciate uh, your, your, your helping us out and, and being a part of the community. So uh, let's move on to Phoenix Sun Gorilla. Hey guys, calling in about the $60 gift card. The game I'm most anticipating for 2018 is Red Dead 2. Played the first one, really enjoyed it. The things I really like about the new one that I'm hearing about is the advanced graphics, of course, but then the horse being able to lose it. I think it's a great idea. Um, keep up the good work on the show. Thanks again. My gamer tag is PHX Suns Gorilla. So the Phoenix Suns Gorilla. Thanks, guys. All right. Then we got one more from Bill. Hey, guys. This is Bill from Portland, Oregon, the West Coast, the Best Coast, calling in to tell you my most anticipated game. It's going to have to be Spider-Man number one, and since that's not on the Xbox, the next would be Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Have a great day. All right, Rob. So I'm going to discount FizzPop because he won the Amazon. We said you can't win both. So I'm going to remove him. And then you give me the number between one and eight. Okay. Between one and eight, we have number two. Game Guy 2006. Congratulations. And I will get you that probably tonight as well. Because I'm on vacation this week, so I better do it all tonight. Because <laughs> otherwise yeah. it'll be another week. <laughs> so, congratulations. And I want to thank everybody for sending in your, your voicemails. We really appreciate it. Feel free to send them in at any time. We love to hear from you guys, and I think it makes the show better. So congrats to our winners. All right. Go ahead, Rob. Let's keep it rolling. All righty there. So uh, we have a Twitter account. Oh, actually, oh. I jumped a little ahead there. Yep. Or, <laughs> yeah. So which one are we on? Voicemail? Yes. This okay. is separate. Yes. So, if you'd like to send us a voicemail so you can hear yourself on the podcast, we can uh, go to our website, thesexboxlife.com, and then there's a little widget on the right-hand side of the screen. 
that you can use to record a message up to 90 seconds uh, in length. And uh, it'll be sent off to us. If you have a message longer than that, you can do multiple or just record an MP3 or some format that we can use and uh, send that over to us at contact at this xboxlife.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter account. We do have a, a, a voicemail. Oh, it's separate, separate from one? all the others. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought this was the dupe of that other one. Nope. Okay. So we did get another one from Jesus Walks a Lot. So let's hear what he had to say. Hey, this is Jesus Walks a Lot again. I'm calling for a question for Wingman. Wingman, have you been watching the Call of Duty Black Ops 4 beta? And if you have, are you excited for the game? Are you going to buy it? Are you looking forward to playing the game? Uh, rumor has it it's going to launch with 17 maps this time, which is the most they've ever done, I think. And, uh, or I mean, I guess no campaign kind of. They have to do something right. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, I have personally been watching it on Twitch, and it looks a lot like Black Ops 3. It looks just like Black Ops 3, almost identical to Black Ops 3, besides the maps being a little bit different. Um, I'm not really hyped for it at all. I don't know what it is about it. Like, usually Call of Duty can grab my attention somewhat. I mean, I'm not all the way on the hype train all the time, but I usually end up, buying these every year and this year i think it'll be the first year that i actually do not buy the game uh i don't know it just doesn't seem interesting to me at all the battle royale mode it doesn't call my attention battlefield 5 will have one just Rome royale there's lots of games coming out this year with battle royale so uh yeah let me know what your thoughts are on the new call of duty black ops 4 uh if you've been watching the ps4 beta going on right now on twitch and all that stuff so yeah take it easy we man all right, thanks for thanks for calling in, Jesus. So, um, and just a shout out to to him and his crew over at Horrible Gamers Podcast. Um, all those guys over there are community members of TXL, and we really like. If you want a very adult oriented show, <laughs> be sure to check out them. They record each and every week as well, and they're good, they're good friends of ours. Um, as for your question, I I've bought I think every Call of Duty. I don't. In the last couple, like I haven't planned to buy, but I usually it's like six months later you get into get into one of those spots where it's like oh there's nothing to play or I'm bored then I usually will pick it up. This one not having a campaign, I don't know. I'm kind of against that, so I kind of had no idea, plans of playing it. However, the last two games I never completed the campaigns on them either, so uh, they're they're just kind of been boring. But I do like the multiplayer. Like, the World War II... Actually, I think I did complete that campaign. Um, I think it was the two before that that I didn't. But uh, especially that one in space. I just didn't like that one at all. But the um, World War II is fun. I like I like multiplayer for the most part. There's been a couple ep uh, games out there that have released that I did not like the multiplayer. Um, I think Ghosts was one of them where, like, the maps were just huge and everybody was sniping. It was like you could... You get in and boom, you know, you're, you're toast. A lot of sniping uh, going on. But I think I love Call of Duty. I love the flow of the game. Um, I don't necessarily plan to get the new one because it is all online only. However, the blackout mode does have me intrigued. I do want to see that. And it could be because I kind of like the idea of the Battle Royale mode. Like PUBG... There's, I just can't seem to get into the PUBG or even Fortnite. 
Uh, I've played more Fortnite than PUBG because it's easier on the inventory management. But the whole building aspect, just, you know, people are yeah. studs at that. Yeah, and, and you need a lot of practice. You need a lot of practice. But yeah. the Call of Duty, I almost believe I might have a chance. Like, because I'm familiar with how the game works, how the character movement, the flow, the way the game runs is the what I love. It, it's quick. It's fast. It's, you know, it's just like Titanfall. You know, they, they have the same type of movement. That's why I've never been a fan of Battlefield because it's a little slower. It's, it's, um, and it, it's, it's, it's the way the character itself moves, you know, the feeling, you know, I feel like I can respond real quick in Call of Duty. And even though I'm not that good at it and, you know, I'm, I've gotten older and slower, I still really like it. And I am very interested. This could be the first Battle Royale that I actually really like. It depends on what they're going to do with the mode. Um, you know, so I'm very curious to see what they do. If it's a true, everyone comes in with nothing, you got to find stuff, and it maintains that Call of Duty feel, then I probably will really enjoy it, and I'll probably play a ton of that mode. Um, but uh, we'll see. I got to see more on it, and uh, I'll, I'll keep you updated. And Jesus, I'm calling you out. You will buy it. You, see, you always do this. So I'm not getting it. Then you buy it day one. And, <laughs> You know, it's like, I'm I'm not, you know, and then he sells his consoles and then he buys them back. And, you know, he's so wishy-washy. I love the guy. He's awesome. But he'll have it. He'll probably have it on day one. <laughs> I'm calling it now. So, but, uh, so we'll see you online, Jesus, if, uh, if I end up getting it. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Now we can go to so, Twitter. <laughs> yes. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. So we have a Twitter account uh, that's at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, wait, no, at thisxboxlife. <laughs> uh, but you can also find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter that will automatically send you to our account. We also have a Facebook group. It's a closed group. This Xbox Life is the name. So you have to ask permission to be part of it. Answer a couple questions which uh, should be pretty easy if you're a listener of the show. And um, the benefits of a closed group are that uh, nobody outside the group can see the posts. And we have a couple of Facebook messages for the show here. First one is from Phil. Uh, it's in regards to Scarlet. As discussed in last week's show, there will apparently be a console and a streaming device. Do you think... Do you think they will allow similar streaming to a Windows PC, assuming the user has a gold account, of course? If so, this opens up Xbox gaming to a vast audience. What do you think? What do you think, Mark? They should be able to do it because it's streaming. So then it doesn't matter like that the game wasn't built with PC hardware in mind because you're just streaming it. Um, I think this is great. I would not be surprised to see this come out from Microsoft. It's kind of a, yeah, by the way, you can stream it. This, I think this is something I would love. You know, we've all talked about this for years. I'd love to just be able to open up. We already have the Xbox app, you know, and also, you know, we, we see Microsoft, you know, they recently kind of have pushed windows. Windows is not their main core product anymore. Um, uh, they are focusing on mobile. They're focusing on cloud. 
you know, Windows is now not like the the baby. It is like, you know, or the 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 adult in the room. It's kind of like it's a subclass now. It's it's um I know I'm not saying it correctly, but Rob, you know, you've probably been listening to to Paul Derot over the last couple of weeks, and they and him and and Mary Jo Foley have talked about how restructuring at Microsoft and how Windows isn't like a top own separate group. It's kind of like in with others now. And, right. you know, so they're changing their whole model and, and I, we've got the Xbox app They're They're saying they want to be on everything. So yes, I do believe that not only will we see them on windows PC, you might be able, I think we're going to be able to stream to our surface tablets and, you know, <laughs> maybe if you want somehow hook up a controller to a, to your Android or iPhone Maybe they'll have an option for that, but you can stream it there if you got the Xbox app. I, I think they're going to use that Xbox app to stream games to other devices. Yeah. So. So what? Okay. So if they do do the streaming stuff, what do you think that's going to mean for Nvidia or AMD? Because you no longer need that horsepower anymore. Right. And it cuts costs for Microsoft. They don't no longer have to pay, pay those guys. For graphics chips, but they're still going to have a, a, a regular console. Right. You know, they're going to well, have I a basic saying, console, and I think AMD will probably still be doing the chips for them. Well, I was thinking from the standpoint of, all right, you have a Windows machine at home that now no longer needs, let's say, a 1080i Ti. You don't uh, need that hardcore performance anymore because well, your system's not doing the churning. The, the processing anymore. Yeah, you but can, I don't know you if you're going to... Well, you can get by with an older chipset, I think. Can you still stream? We don't know if you'll be able to stream 4K gaming. Yeah. I don't expect true. 4K gaming streaming out the box. Because streaming itself is going to bring such a difference and in a, in a, create a, an issue. You know, that's a big hurdle to get over. So I think... You know, we probably won't be 4K gaming if we're using the streaming service. That's my guess. But we'll probably find out uh, next E3, I would imagine, because I, well, they're supposed to release season 2020, so it's possible they won't talk about it at E3 2019 and that they would do it at E3 2020. Uh, that's probably what they'll do. So we probably won't hear anything next year, but maybe get a little info because they're already leaked, they're coming. So. All right. Yeah. The next. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You want to read it? No, go ahead. Okay. Next one's from Scott. Do you think Project Scarlet has anything to do with the delays to Crackdown 3? For instance, Crackdown 3 supposedly uses backend server side processing and streaming to handle some of the destruction of the game. Also, Perhaps they are releasing a streaming service sooner than anyone anticipates and Crackdown 3 may be a good game to get people on board with game streaming. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some game streaming service on Xbox One as well before the next console generation, since the hardware wouldn't be an issue. Perhaps this is also why there was mentioned previously about this being the last console generation. If we are streaming games, I'm sure the current system can handle anything they would throw at it for quite some time. 
That's some good points. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a light version of some streaming system soon because it's going to ramp up. I don't think it's going to be full on 100% all the features right away. They're going to ramp it up slowly, kind of like what they did with Game Pass and all the other stuff they've done with Xbox, right? Yeah, but I I don't think Project Scarlet has anything to do with Crackdown Delay. I, I really don't. Um, the When they showed it at E3, what, two years ago? I mean, it got a really bad, like, man, this looks like a, you know, Xbox 360 game. It Like, visually, it didn't look good. People didn't respond to it. It, it wasn't, you know, just, it, it was sort of fun was what I heard, but it did not look good. It did not look like it belonged on a current-gen console. That's, that's you know, that's kind of one of the things, like, with Mass Effect Andromeda, you know, I was shocked how poor that game looked. You know, I it, it, this time, this day and age, these AAA games, I expect them to come out and just be like, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, uh, what am I trying to think of? Like Assassin's Creed, like the latest Assassin's Creed game. Or, you know, Titanfall 2 looks awesome. Call of Duty looks awesome. Battlefield looks awesome. Mass Effect was like, that looks like it's on a 360. You know, it, it's it's not good. It's not good enough to be on an Xbox One, and that was a lot of the feedback they got on Crackdown Three. It just doesn't look good. So, so they've adjusted some core gameplay. This game may have been, you know, a lot of changes to it, and now it's like, okay, let's polish it. Let's make it look good. Let's make sure it's running smooth and stuff. So, um, I don't. I know they had some back end stuff, and we've seen that for multiplayer, um, but I. Don't think that Scarlet has anything to do with that, but I, I don't know. It could be, but I, I would imagine not. I think it's just game wasn't ready. <laughs> so yeah, but that's a good. It's still a great question, and I like how he's thinking. Like you know, looking into the whole future because streaming is the future, whether we like it or not. Yes. But, all right. <laughs> all right nice job <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think it's uh time to play your music if i can find it here we go okay rob, rob, rob. Okay, All right, retail releases for the week of August 7th through the 10th include titles such as, but not limited to, <laughs> Dead Cells on August 7th. Also on August 7th, we have Defenders of Ekron, Flipping Death, Hyper Universe, that one is Xbox One X Enhanced. Overcooked 2. On the 8th, we have Megatron or Megaton Rainfall. Tetra's Escape. On the 9th, City of the Shroud. And lastly, August 10th, includes Madden NFL 19. We Happy Few. What that one's coming out of? Game preview. Game preview. 
and that one is actually both those both madden and we happy few are xbox one enhanced and terra tech also coming out on the 10th i thought that one was out already wasn't that the one where you can like build yeah your planes and your weird cars and and stuff and kind of battle I, it out. I thought that came out already. I think that might be another game. Uh, okay. with kind of the same type of thing though, but either that or that ended up getting delayed. Yeah. Because I do remember one like this. But I yeah. think it had a different name. Yeah, you're probably right. So. My question... Although, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say Overcooked 2 <laughs> is, uh, is interesting. That's piquing my interest. Dude, did you play the first one? Yes. It's annoying. It's like I tried to play with my kids, and it's like, go wash the dishes, hurry up, get cut the onion. What are you doing? Totally. It's... It, it really it ramps up really fast. Like, oh yeah. What's frustrating is I don't think we ever got past like the third kitchen. Like it just got so hard so quick, and I'm like, I can't do this with my kids that are younger. It's just, you know, so. So uh, my comment on that is that Overcooked is not one of those games that you will immediately pick up and basically like rock right away. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where the people that you play with, you need to get in sync. You need to get in a groove. And everybody does their part. That that's doesn't not, happen right away. That's not, yeah. especially with kids. <laughs> yeah. So. Because um, you know, you've got the whole timing aspect, the whole accuracy with the controller. <laughs> so I remember playing it and I was like, I can't get the plate on the counter. <laughs> and you're like going back and forth trying to get the plate on. But anyway, what were you going to say? Um. I'm curious if We Happy Few is going to end up in Game Pass because Microsoft owns that developer. That's a Microsoft Studio now. It's not yeah. listed, and that's true. It doesn't say here that it's Game Pass, but this is a first-party game now. So this may appear on Game Pass on August 10th. We so interesting. Don't you know? Don't hold me to it. Don't crucify me and come back at me if it. You know, if it's not, but Microsoft said all first-party titles will be released to Game Pass, and they've been doing that on all their releases, and this is a developer they just bought. So I would expect this to come to Game Pass, but we'll see. So I just looked this up, and, you know, Reddit knows all. Reddit, yeah, yeah, it does. What they say? And the answer is no, no, because the publishing rights are with Gearbox. Phil Spencer talked about this. Ah. Uh, well, there we go. We got our answer. Yeah. This is this is one that does have me intrigued, so I might have to pick this one up. Yeah. It's it's I don't know. I'm interested. It's weird. Yes, it is. Very weird. I might watch people on Mixer playing this first. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Uh, games with gold for Xbox One for the week. Actually, what is the date? We just switched the beginning fifth. of August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the beginning of August, 
we added Forza Horizon 2 10th Anniversary Edition. So that's going to be out for all of August. For another what, week or two, we have Death Squared continuing. That's going to drop out of Games with Gold on August 15th. For Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility, we have Dead Space 3. Great game. That is uh, for the first 15 days of August. All right. And uh, lastly, as usual, if you make any purchases on Amazon, please make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that at our website and also in the first post of the Facebook group. Just click on the appropriate store of your choice, UK or US, uh, whichever one is proper for you. Uh, Any purchases that you make with that don't cost you anything extra, but it's a great way to support the show and uh, use that each and every time you make your Amazon purchase. Also, if you're an iTunes user, find the show, find the podcast on the iTunes store, give us a five-star rating. The more of those that we get, the more we get bumped up in the rankings and the more people find out about the show. And uh, as Mark mentioned a while back uh, at the beginning of the show, we are on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, Please like, subscribe, whatever it is on the particular service. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe on all three, if you could. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. I think that's about it. I got nothing. How about you? Um, Well, I'll just add... Is, uh, uh, we didn't uh, talk about earlier, but uh, the games that I was looking for in look looking forward to oh. in the fall were definitely Tomb Raider and Forza Horizon Four. Oh yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah, forgot Tomb about Raider. that one. Yeah, it's coming out uh, next month. September. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out next month, and Forza is in October. I. I very... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm very curious about the Battle Royale games just to see what they're going to do to try to change the recipe up and uh, steal people away from Fortnite. I don't know. It's going to be tough. But if anyone can do it, I think Call of Duty can. The problem is is Call of Duty is not going to be able to do it if you have to pay $60 for the game. If, If Blackout is free, that I can see that becoming very quickly doing what Fortnite did and becoming the reigning right. champ. It, Call of Duty has the power, you know, it's got the name, it's got a lot running for it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think if they, if they steal people away, it won't be from Fortnite. They'll steal people from PUBG. PUBG. Yeah. I agree with that. Yep. So we shall see. All right. All right. Thanks for watching, right. everybody. Um, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709. Oh, wait, Rob, you're out next week, right? No. I thought you said you were gone next week. No, I was... Okay. Not my room. Okay. <laughs> you're around. Cool. We'll be here at, then. Yeah, I was out of town last week. <laughs> I don't week, know. This past week. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we will See talk to you week. all next week. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Pre-Star. Thanks for listening, everybody.